by nonstop by me celebrating all of this glorious wonderfulness. Yeah. Most other people are like so painfully disappointed. They're like, wait, I thought that was just the tip. And I'm like, no, it's the whole thing and no. it's gorgeous. Said it once and I meant it. All about my business. Back and forth like tennis. I don't work for no pennies, no nickels, no quarters. Big bad pre order. Copycat recorder. Big dog with aura. Rolling up Aurora. Bright lights on my flight. I'm coming in where the talk right. We adults right in the nightlife. I'ma bring a gun to the knife fight. Span this to beat. Yeah, tight right. She a tight right. I'm a pack slide. I'm a bit light. I'm a bit striker. I hit. I'm in the ways. Can I get rich? I'm in the promises. You gon' pitch. Damn, you look good in that fit. Girl, let me taste you. Get bit. Down was broke. Made me. Ain't gon' lie, make me clear. Real up seat, make me hit. You find a goal in my spit. I can't go, I can't sit. Cover your block like blanket. Got a big head, I shrink it. In her guts, I shrink it. Money in my mind, I thank it. Not in my prime, I rank it. Shot my shot, I sank it. All right, we are back with episode 20 of Jesse Miles Podcast with your host, Jesse Miles Snyder. A.K.A. AutoZone Abolitionist, A.K.A. Seeker of Safe and Legal Thrills, A.K.A. He Who Throws His Used Car Batteries in the Ocean and Loves Obscure Memes. Anyway, sorry. Uh, we're, this was a good episode. You heard a little bit of it just now, uh, but today we have our good friend Will C., uh check him out on the internet uh will c studio w-i-l-l-c the letter c w-i-l-l fucking christ w-i-l-l the letter c studio.com and on instagram he's wheelie willie w-h-e-e-l-y w-i-l-l-i-e and there's really no need for me to say more right now because you're gonna learn all kinds of stuff about him um so enjoy that and the music for today's episode was provided graciously by our friend real over deceit check him out on the internet r-e-a-l-o-v-a-d-e-c-e-i-t so check him out great guy great music and this is his new single if it's real you're gonna hear it a bunch throughout the episode and i hope you like it and that is that. If you want to enjoy a four-hour-long version of this episode with visuals, you can actually head over to our YouTube channel. Um, just go to YouTube and search Jesse Miles Chainsaw, uh, or hit up my website, jessemilesnyder.com, and look for the link. You can also go to my Instagram, at Chainsaw, and you can follow the links to my YouTube there. And yeah, that's a four-hour uncut version of the interview you're about to hear so if you're some kind of crazy uber fan and you want to see me and will's beautiful faces definitely check it out and otherwise that's okay if you don't just continue what you're doing and don't turn this off and uh yeah enjoy me and will talking about a little of everything literally you're talking to someone who like my whole perspective on everything is driven by exactly the same things that you said of like impermanence and mm -hmm. not knowing what the next moment will bring yeah except unlike everyone else in the world i'm one of those people that before the pandemic had that delivered to me yeah 
I woke up and I couldn't see. I woke up one day and all of a sudden literally went to bed, a walker, woke up and couldn't walk. That's insane. And it's like every day of my life, you know, like even just this last summer, I literally over the course of two and a half weeks felt all of the feeling from one hand to the other hand. So like right now I can't feel anything from my neck to my waist or both hands. And that happened over two weeks. Every morning I woke up and I could feel less. That's insane. So it's like, for me, the pandemic and what's going on is very equalizing and it's crazy to watch Yeah, people like you that I care very much about and like totally would love to have what we had at one point. But, um, to watch everyone process that at once when I'm in a place where I've already processed this. When we went into lockdown, yeah. I remember when I first talked to you in the very beginning, I told you, this is awesome. Everything's better for me. That I remember that. that I, I can tell you right now, after however many months ago we had that conversation, I say the same things. <laughs> Yeah, like me. I mean, when you and I first met, I had a kooky, kooky fucking stutter. I didn't think my speech would come back again. And now I'm clear as day. And and that's against every single MRI, every odd. They're like, nope, we don't know how, but you're working again. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and I feel like not just our bodies, but uh, the workings around us and our lives yeah. have that potential too, you know? It's so, so weird. I don't remember a stutter. Oh yeah, it was intense when I first met you. Okay. I, it was, and it was better than before I met you. But you met me when I was still stuttering. Huh. Maybe yeah. I have just foggy memory because I, I don't know. Usually, like you recall a, a character trait such as a stutter. No. Nope. <clears throat> yeah. No. A lot of people are like, "Really? Really?" And I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is like scroll back through my Facebook videos and about oh, like yeah. from like a year and a half, a year ago about to like four years ago, I had a fierce stutter and that, that there again, woke up one morning and couldn't talk. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's some heavy shit to process. When That's you live by right. yourself, you live by yourself and you pick up your phone and you're like, you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Brain but stuff it, is the worst or like, you know, neurological stuff. I've just realized that world stuff is the same as neurological stuff. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. lack of control. Yeah. Like global world, like existence is the same as neurological stuff mm-hmm. okay <laughs> man what if love was a pill independent no deal is a vibe get fulfilled bring that fruit then i peel on my way to a meal another touch give me chill i'ma throttle the thrill in the sky need no deal show me love if it's real take the hate wash it up break down a plate will it ever get you paid more than the name more than the money more than the fame more than the game more than the game more than the stain I'm just gonna get continuously more stoned, and then that's that's the day. And so that's that's my plan for the interview. Um, ah, so we're already we're already doing a great job. Yeah, then. this ain't no seven days. This is this is yeah. J- JMP. J- yeah, <laughs> seven di- seven days felt like like a two knuckle deep invasion. <laughs>
Uh, yeah, they got some interesting gems out of you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Di- diaper painting, kitten vortex, Batman. That's the whole article in my man. You know what I was? Mind. I was thinking like, at what point is doing a painting with your own shit using a stuffed animal as a paintbrush? Like, that's, like, cute at some age. Like, endearing it's an, on some level. Like, gross but endearing. But yeah. at what age does it become, like, psychopath shit? Because, like, you can't do that now. No! No! <laughs> no! Well, and you know what's funny about that one is, like, the age. She got the age wrong because my mom immediately called me and she was like, Will! She was like, what? What is this about? She was like, you were diaper trained before. Like, neither of you were wearing diapers when you were three. <laughs> she was like, that happened when you were under two years old. She's like... <laughs> everyone everyone immediately blames the mother for kids being weird, so she's got to yeah. defend herself. Yeah. So <laughs> she, was, she was like, what happened? I was like, whatever. <laughs> I was like, the world has already exploded, mom. Like... <laughs> I was like, where, where it would have been cool with me if they said it happened when I was 10, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but you're right, because that story at a different age is a very different story. It really is. <laughs> it's really scary. Morning rain, they want to stop me more than the same. Thought you were different, more the same. Came from the downs and niggas to quarters. Why so cold? Because it came from Florida. I rocked the mic at a party like reporter. Mine in the man. Especially when we've got talk of kitten vortexes in the same story. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, this is clinical shit happening here. Yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> read. I liked it. <laughs> that was my thought, though. I was like, I've read many, many, like, interviews on in the seven days. Yeah. And that one, even if I displaced myself from myself, I was like, the first line alone would have made me keep reading. And yeah. then there was enough strange gems along the way that I was like, I would want to know that dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a good one. I don't, I honestly haven't read a lot because I just, I don't know what my problem is. I don't care. Uh, it's, I don't know. I have a weird thing with artists. It's like, I like, I like them, but I don't pay attention to a lot of them, like what they're doing because it, no. It's not that it's bad, it's that I just, like, I can't get too caught up in what everyone else is doing. And mm-hmm. I like seeing what certain, like, I like seeing what you're doing. I like seeing, like, what, what Steve does. Uh, there's people at Space that I like to just keep up with. <clears throat> but generally, I don't want to see anyone else's art or anything. No, I am. And I I'm don't care ig- why they do what they do. I am ignorant to the art world on pretty much every level I can be. Yeah. I'm I'm totally uneducated in art. I can't discuss art theory. I none of that. I am purely just like a renegade art artist by by nature. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, like, yeah, no, it's I I find it awkward when I run into other artists or I, I realize <laughs> people have a lot of questions that I really can't answer, nor do I have the drive to want to answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, can't we just talk about kitten vortexes and fucking escaping reality? Cause that's what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, for real. 
I'm like, painting is just me being a comet, you know? It's like, comets are only beautiful and bright because they literally are a degrading pile of garbage falling <laughs> apart across the sky. So for me, it's like, I am, I'm this mass of compressed, collected funk. That's my life experience. And me being an artist is me literally leaving a beautiful garbage trail of color. <laughs> it is a fantastic trail. You know? And I'm like, that's, that's where I'm at. Like, no, there's nothing really the, yes, everything is deep, but like, no, there's no deeper theory. I'm not trying to really make a statement. I'm yeah. like, no, this is literally my garbage. <laughs> and uh. every, and think about it though. Like when you think about a comet, all, all that conjures a really beautiful, magical, otherworldly image. Yeah. <clears throat> so to me, it's like, I'm all about, I'm an art comic or comet, <laughs> comet. <laughs> I'm an art comic. You're an art comic, and that's the thing. You're like the cosmic laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the pretty lights. Get in order, but the serving got a bath. I guess what I curve. Hands on the pants, I flip like a burger. Time to believe that you go a little further. Up in the sky, on a plane with the birds. Ask me not not a nine, but a verb. I can see So yeah. Fucking garbage art. That's that's what I should be instead of wheelie willy. There you go. Fucking yeah, fucking Kiki the Trash Man. Kiki the Trash Man is amazing. If you ever want to rebrand, just do it blatantly without mentioning it. I think that's the funniest way to do it. You do you, but that's my input. Oh, I love that. Just instantaneous rebranding. Yeah. Take the hate, wash it up, break down the plate. Will it help me get you paid? More than the name, more than the money, more than the fame, more than the game, more than the game, more than the stain, money, 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 more than the pain. Have you ever <laughs> I was thinking today or recently about how like generally I think negative I probably am deep down. Just because I don't know what it is. And I think that's one thing that like bothers me about a lot of Especially like Vermont artists, I don't want to like call anyone out really because everyone I think mostly means well. But like, when people are like fake, like just f sh uh, what was it? To My girlfriend had an excellent term for it. I don't know. Anyway, almost like toxic optimism. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> yes, yes. Optimism is equally as toxic as pessimism. Yes. Yeah, I fully agree. Extremities with that. are extremities are toxic. That's yeah. the key. Yeah, just be balanced. I'm pretty optimistic about certain things, but not at all about a lot of things. And for some reason I hate like other people's joy and I don't know why. Well. I don't really well. hate it, but it's like I don't know. I remember working at the garage if I heard people like you know when you're downtown and you just hear someone go, Woo like out in the street for some reason? And yep. then others join in and it's like a wooing thing. I don't know why, but I hate that. I hate it so much. And it's just like, why do I hate others' joy so much? But I just do. Well, it, it's, it's different. I don't think you hate others' joy because, like, when, I, when, when you and I are talking, like, I'm joyful. I'm excited. I'm exuberant yeah. to it talk to you. It should bother me, and it doesn't. However, there's a huge difference, and I think anyone of us, New Englanders especially, can understand is that Think of Yankee Candle, right? Okay. Okay. Apple pie smells delicious. Vanilla smells delicious. 
all of those smells so strong that you can smell them around the corner. That's not delicious. And that's kind of those over exuberant people that are yeah. in that thing that you're talking about. It's like something wonderful and palatable to your nose or your mind doesn't have to be in your face. <laughs> yes. So don't be a Yankee candle of optimism. Oh, wow. I like that. No, be a single, be a single note in it. You know, like yeah. I could waft around your room the smell of lavender all day long Lovely. without without truly offending anyone. And I can smell as lavender as I want, but I am not bringing the whole fucking bouquet to the party. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Just chill out a little bit with the scents. Yeah, be your one note and just play it as clearly and well as you can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Good, good stuff. I feel you on the, on the being polar, though. Yeah, I, I strive for non-polarity. I feel like, yeah, you are like very positive, but it's like a genuine positivity, and you come from like a, 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 I guess to use the same word again, genuine place, and I think a lot of people just don't have that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just it's realism, not positivity. There you go. Yeah, you know, because literally, if you think about it, like my tone, my tone is palatable. Because you and I have like a very good ex understanding, you know, but right. so, so far what we've talked about has been anything but positive. We have talked about <laughs> emotional disturbances, isolation, apocalypse, and hating everything. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're doing is sitting right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's very on par for this show, honestly. Oh, man. Did you really get rid of all your stuff except for a flute? I wanted to ask you that. That's my one interview question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. That's amazing. It's really true. It's really, it's really true. Uh, was it like <laughs> I a? Still have, I still it, have it. That's fantastic. Is it like a nice flute, or is it? I I almost want it to be like a really shitty flute. <laughs> really? No, no, it's. It's a nice like hand. I'm like, wait, where is it? All of a sudden, I'm like, oh no! It's oh usually, no! It's you're, usually right, right by my side. I shit you not, dude. You're one thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, no, it's like a hand carved wooden, like a cedar flute. Oh, um, dope. That I got when I was like 15 years old. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. That stuck yeah, with me I, because I just have so much shit, and I was like, how did Will just get rid of all this shit except a flute? This is nuts. Yep. Yep. No, I have done, I have done a absolute life purge more than once. Um, and it's funny cause like right now, actually in my apartment, now that I've removed my studio from my home, mm, oh. uh, it, it looks like a hobo squats here <laughs> because I literally have no furniture. I have one plate, one bowl, one fork, one knife. <laughs> That's the dream, though, honestly. You know, I could dirty all of the dishes and leave them in the sink, and th there's only going to be enough for me to have to wash in order to eat uh, off them again. I'm big on eliminating things that don't, don't serve my daily experience. That's healthy, for sure. I'd it feels like it. <laughs> I've definitely stripped down a lot of stuff over the last few years, but 
I do have a, I don't know, I do have a lot of stuff, and I have, like, dumb shit that I just know I should get rid of, but also I don't want to, because I'm like, someday I'm gonna have the room, like, I literally have, like, Nerf guns, <laughs> like, nice Nerf guns, and not, like, ones I had as a kid, ones I bought, like, as an adult, like, fully automatic, battery-operated fucking Nerf guns that have, like, and, like, I have, like, one that's, like, a bow and arrow, it's, like, the fastest and, like, the hardest shooting one, and... It's stupid, and I will not get rid of them. I will not. And I have a remote control car that I like. I don't know. It's just stupid shit like that a child would have, and I'm just like, no, they're mine. But I've gotten rid of a lot of my other toys, but it's just... Wow. I have a problem. I don't know. No, you don't. You are just so fucking good at being Jesse Miles. Oh. You, you literally just... You told me within one little vignette, <laughs> Glitter and Doom. You literally right there were like, no, I am miserable and I'm not going to do anything with it. But I have the coolest glittery toys ever. <laughs> I hate I everything like, except Nerf guns. I was like, what? You were the most exciting, miserable person. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I really am. <laughs> oh, always a bit of glitter. Yeah. <laughs> you got to... Jesse Miles Macrame. Yes. House of Fiber. You know? I'm Who into knows? It. Who That's knows? it's in there. I, I may have been to a fiber fest or two in my life. Oh, of course you have. Oh yes. Uh, I appreciate the craft. What can I say? You know what? There are so many creative flavors in the world. It That's is just Taste as many as you can. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a good cook, so I think it's great that you've gathered the ingredient fiber arts for your palate of life. Yes. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. That's too amazing. Many, that just goes back to my too many things, though. I got, I can't, I, I got to land somewhere at some point, but maybe I'll go into fiber hard. It sucks that I feel like I have to, like, go into one thing as hard as possible, otherwise it's pointless. Mm. It's not. It's I, not. I, I mean, no, do what you're doing as hard as you can. I just, like, the concept, I guess, where you lose me is this concept of landing somewhere. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, I, what is that? I, I, I sit in a much different place, and I think I just recognized that through our conversation. As yeah. I know, like, a lot of, for me, it was not only being able to let go of anything around me at any given point mm -hmm. is the fact of like there i don't have a concept of landing somewhere or ending up in one goal my yeah. my, my goal is to continue that's legit <laughs> that's a good way to to think about it because there's as, no landing spot I, no and as to where i'm going it's like life as i see it is a, like absolute darkness which is like possibility for absolutely anything and all i'm capable of comprehending at any given point is like the trajectory of like flashlight beam so it's like a pretty narrow but fanned out thing that gets <laughs> diffused at the edges so it's like shine my flashlight where i can and go with that and Man. So, so as far as where I'm going, it doesn't matter because it's all dark. I don't know. There might be a tree there. There might be a brick there. But I'm not going to know that unless I'm shining my light there. And if I'm paying attention to that, the rest of it is irrelevant. So. Huh. 
man. For me, for me, it's not where I land. It's not where I end up. Even with my art, right now, I am throwing every free moment of my day into doing that, and I am like proudly an artist, like is to every ounce of my being that mm-hmm. I can be. But that's not my goal. <laughs> there is no end game goal to that at all. Right. <laughs> it's like that is what I'm doing right now yeah. and I, I'm going to do that until I'm not doing that anymore and my goal is just continue lifing until I'm done lifing life end it, like the end of my conscious existence I guess is my end point fair enough yeah I mean that makes sense that's the perfect spot to end it well, or the apocalypse already happened. I've heard that theory, like, everyone's kind of on their own timeline. Like, for some people it's happened, yeah. sometimes it is, sometimes it's gonna. Classic apocalypse theory. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, and it's great, we are, there is no shortage of theories right now. No, it's fun. And I gotta say, for like a world where everyone is like quote quote end quote isolated, there is a lot of theories being vocalized out there in the world. <laughs> yeah, like, people are louder in their isolation than they were altogether. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> yeah, it's a ama- it's really lucky we still have the internet because otherwise it wouldn't be as spectacular. But it's oh. absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, are we lucky, though? Because it's loud in here. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I wonder every day. I mean, I need it, but also I hate it. It's a oh. struggle. Oh, man. I, I I wouldn't say I need it, but I, I'm going to say that, like, if you're in a field full of strawberries, you got to eat some strawberries. Yeah, so right? It's like this, this little terrifying uh, digital world is here and i'm here at the same time yeah. so I, I'm, a berry. I'm go- yeah i'm gonna pick a berry <laughs> yeah i've just become used to i love uh media and entertainment i've been i i've become accustomed so to a certain lifestyle of being able to have all the entertainment at my fingertips all the time i have like 12 streaming services i need them all and it's like <laughs> <laughs> I I just if that's taken from me quickly I I might not deal with it so well I do have backups like things downloaded but then what if we don't have electricity then what I have to do puppet shows fucking with flashlights wow. I don't even know I'm uh, that'll be my main concern if is like entertainment if shit goes wrong it's like what are we gonna do at night <laughs> like I don't know. I love I love how your go to to like absolute loss of every format of what you know was puppeteering. Puppeteering probably by candlelight now that I think about it, but still, yeah, like it's gonna be shadow puppets and it's gonna be a really sad show and I don't know. <laughs> Am I just another puppet in your reality right now? Is that what's going on? You're the I, puppet master? You're just a shadow on the wall, man. I don't know. Who knows yeah. what any of this is? Love if it's real, show me love if it's real. Love if it's real, show me love if it's real. Love if it's real, show me love if it's real. I heard Do you think you were like equally maybe like naive as like the average person before you like woke up and couldn't see one day? Were you just sort of like, you know, kind of cruising like a lot of people? Or do you think you 
oh, yeah. sort of had the personality uh, you do now. Oh, ev- every I I really honestly feel like every facility I've lost has like further stripped me down and made more obvious like areas where I was either jaded or taking things for granted or oh yeah and it, and it really like granted it took me a lot of processing and pain and every emotion you can imagine to get to the point where I'm saying this, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it's real. I've, I've a thousand times been like, Oh my gosh. Like I, I can't believe it took me literally losing the ability to see, to be able to appreciate some very simple things. Yeah. And to um, clarify, I guess, since this is a podcast, you can see, but, and I guess anyone who's not, I guess I forgot we're doing a podcast. Like, this is Will. <laughs> Will has an it. eye patch on, and it's badass. But, okay, so you can see, can you see normally out of the one eye that's not patched? Um, let's see. The, yeah, my, this, uh, my regular eye that, that you, I can see, you can see mm. that one is normal. Most of the times it still gets squirrely. Okay. Um, and the one that's covered, I can see out of that one, but I can't see in any way the same as the other eye. So it's like two different televisions at the mm. same time. The one that's patched is like everything is a different color. Everything is wavy gravy and inside outy and crazy looking. So if you just want to trip out, you just close the other eye and pop open the patch. Yes. <laughs> Which I do. You know, I definitely, I definitely like look through that eye. It's interesting. And yeah, it's it seems like, like a good time. People think I'm inspirational, but it's like, you know what? No, try try a magic eye. That is inspirational. <laughs> that shit's magic, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I've got hallucinogens in one eye. But anyways, so that's why it's patched, because I can't see the past, the present, and the future all at the same time and still function. Yeah, that's intense. <laughs> that's too much. So yeah, it's just a tone it down. So yeah. I go mono-optic. So it's covered because it's for the for too much uh, sensory overload, not because it's grotesque. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, and people weren't paying attention when I was letting them know that we were one year away from Mad Max. Yeah. So I was just, you know, you talk about being prepared. I was being prepared. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so that's that. Uh. Uh, one thing, I guess what I was thinking about, like, talking to you for, like, the last, I don't know, it was several months that I've been uh-huh. talking about it. Like, the one thing I could think of was, one, it really stuck with me when you were talking about, like, I think at my studio, how you didn't like the word inspirational. And yeah, I, no. It's something that stuck with me, because I could see that just getting very old, because you're just, like doing life and everyone's just like god he's so brave (laughs) yeah oh no you and you're right like i i'm sure i infused that into conversation and i kind of do all the time that's how much i'm like stop it with that yeah it's (laughs) fine you know and it's one of those things kind of like you were saying like when you lost your eye did it you know perspective and all that it's like yeah that right there too is like to hear that all the time from from people that are 
not actually doing what one would do when they're inspired, it <laughs> feels really insincere. And I'm like, no, that is not like that word to me has a much different meaning because of the way people use it. It's yeah. like in, inspirational and I'm sorry. Those are two things that we have totally trashed. <laughs> yeah. And those are, those are two things that like, there again, life put me in a situation to where I used to use that word. I used to tell people that that was inspirational. Yeah. Um, until I, I got in a position where I heard that just because it was something that people say. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, no. Um, yeah, I'm wandering because that's a big thought. And I just like, I'm getting worked up. <laughs> yeah. Wander if you like, want or bail. You know, you can abort or you can keep riding. It's whatever yeah, you want to yeah. do. I guess, I, guess I, I feel like in my mind, like inspirational, if someone says that they're inspired then they wouldn't talk about it. They would do something that would leave me in awe. You know what I mean? Okay. It's like the people who like, to me, I'm like, wow, like I can tell that like we're charging each other up are the people that leave me in awe that like stopped long enough to talk with me. Like, right. Those are people that are inspired and, and, and inspiring, you know, cause they make me want to do something better. Right. In which case I'm not going to stop and tell them, Oh my gosh, you're inspirational. <laughs> yeah. Show it's, me. Way, it's way cooler to say you inspired me to do this. Yeah. That's a cool, that's a cool thing to say to somebody when, if someone says that to me, that is like, that's moving. That's powerful. Right on. But to say you're inspiring <laughs> is like bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah, like show me how you're inspired. Just don't say words at me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because otherwise, that the I'm not doing what you're saying at all. And yeah. You're it to me actively. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. It's just the things people take inspiration from are just like I don't know, like people it's just like the shittiest situations and it's just kind of weird like i get it in a way but it's kind of weird and it's like i don't know what is inspire i don't know i don't know like you're you're an interesting dude and you, you like i guess you inspired me to do some abstract art i probably wouldn't have done but like so yeah that right there is actually an awesome example and like that right there you never until this very moment told me that mm. because it was unnecessary. Like you did it. You thanked me for spending time with you. You exchanged like your vibe with me. So mm. like that right there. Yes. That's inspiring. Just that story. And the, the way that that flowed, yeah. I will wholeheartedly accept that. That's cool. Like now life has happened long enough that we can have the perspective to be like, whoa, I inspired my friend to do something different. Crazy. Like, and that's fucking cool. Yeah. You know? And and I will say, like, um, not on quite an inspirational, like a spiritually level at mm -hmm. all, but like your your um comfort in like digital realm, granted I don't 
I don't go anywhere near as deep as you. Sure. Um, because I had the time to like inspire you with art. Like I was able to be around you while you were talking about things that were absolutely distasteful to me, like Instagram and things like that. <laughs> You know, so I was like, wow, like by me tempering myself, I was able to be less afraid of something because of you personally, you know, mm. like you definitely are one of the people that like tempered my absolute disdain for that as doing anything to benefit me. <laughs> well, the, pro the, the secret is you have to have disdain in it to work with it. You have to hate it. <laughs> well then like i said i didn't learn i didn't really learn that from anyone in particular but i will say you were definitely a present force in my <laughs> mind as i was trying to like learn this so yeah. <laughs> i will thank you in hindsight now that i can say you also inspired me as well <laughs> to forge on in this terrifying <laughs> robot world oh yeah it's bonkers <clears throat> the fucked up thing is like if we just lost the internet it would just stop and then what like what what would you do like i don't know what i would do if i just didn't have the internet like right now i'd be like fuck what am i gonna like there's so many questions i have like i don't even know where to begin yeah. you'd probably just start painting shit and be chill and i'd be like what the fuck am i gonna watch tonight yeah no i'd i i'd like to say i'd be okay for a while all right the mic got a party like reporter mind in the mess get it in order but the serving got a bad vibe guess what i curve her hands on the pants i flip like a burger time to believe he go a little further up to the sky on a plane with the birds ask me how not a nine with a bird but like the way animals get around is like the way it's like a real like you ever tried to trip a cat you can't it's very hard you have to take all four legs yeah. out at once it's very difficult not that I'm trying to trip cats all the time, but like I was gonna say, wow. <laughs> I'm just fucking with my cats. A, I never took you as a cat tripper. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes you just gotta set them straight, and it's very hard to to trip them, and and it makes me think all the time. It's like walking; it doesn't make any sense. Like you can knock someone over so easily, you just kick their foot while they're walking, and they oh. might go down. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, and 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 you think about it, and like the amount of like vertical space on a human and there's these little tiny little goofy five toe things to hold you all up and oh, that's yeah. it that's hilarious yeah that is just like a mean joke right there whoever designed that setup was like ah this will be funny ah uh, yeah and if you think about it like our most like we need our brain the most so that's on top at like the heaviest part and it's just like weighted so that if you trip you just crack your head open by design <laughs> <laughs> i know that's it that is really wild. That yeah. is really wild. I know the design of being human <laughs> is really, there's a lot of like counterintuitive things going it on. It is. Yeah. I like it, to think it is intelligent design, but it's by like someone who just likes to fuck with people. <laughs> it was a comedian that designed humans. Yeah. Like, instead of a new modern brain, I'm going to give you this monkey brain and we're just going to jam a bunch of shit onto it and it's going to be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> it doesn't make yeah. sense. That's amazing. Yeah, and then, and then they were like, okay, so like a certain amount of your human body is going to be made out of really strong material. We're going to turn that inside out and put all the hard <laughs> stuff on the inside. Yeah, we'll protect, yeah, that we'll right protect the precious hard bones. <laughs> yeah, 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 with a nice 
cushy, fragile skin sack that we're going to make all connected. That one whole big thing on the outside. Yeah. Uh, it is hilariously <laughs> bad design. I love it. I mean, I hate it, but it's like, if you think about it enough, it's hilarious. Kind of like anything, really. <laughs> that That is a very true statement that I, I, I embrace wholeheartedly. You got it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything has humor. And it, like, if if you and one other person are laughing, it is funny. Yeah, I don't sure. care what it is that incites laughter. I grew up in a family that I feel fortunate to have been brought up in where when someone got hurt, you laughed. And it was <laughs> like, it was okay. That's just what happens is like, oh my gosh, someone just stubbed their toe. That is funny. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you still feel bad, but there's humor in there. And that diffuses a lot of pain. It's true. Yeah, I knew I knew I was having trouble at the beginning of the pandemic because I wasn't laughing at pandemic memes on the internet. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and I was like, if I can't joke about this, what's the point? And I was like, I, I gotta do something about this. And I honestly didn't even consider medication until my girlfriend was like, you should get some medication. And my doctor was like, I agree. But, um... <laughs> It was still just like, that's when I realized, like, I was not having a good time. I was just like, I can't, I, I can laugh at, like, most things, and I can't laugh at, like, I don't know. I, I knew I knew there was a problem when I could no longer find humor amongst the, the horror, so. I'm, it's kind of amazing how somehow I am smiling right now as you're telling me that, like, <laughs> wow, that... I literally just heard you say with a giggle, like, <laughs> I decided to take medicine when I didn't think pandemics were funny anymore. <laughs> if you just remove everything leading up to that conversation, that phrase, that uh, is some, that is funny. <laughs> that's the clip we'll take out of context for the teaser video on Instagram. <laughs> uh yeah because really that like catches my interest i'm like yeah. okay now that that is a conversation that i want to listen to for real when i look at the stuff i pay even it's so ridiculous like literal art collectors have my art celebrities have my art people have paid me more than i deserve for my art and I still am just like, oh, no, am I an artist? I don't think so. Uh, like, I don't know what that's about at all. But it's just I have a really tough time, like, just considering myself an artist because I don't know what that is. And I feel like a lot of people put way more of themselves into art and don't get as much back. Not like I've been uber successful, but I've been more successful than some people who I think are mm -hmm. better than me. And so mm -hmm. I don't understand what the fuck it is. A lot of the art I sell, I don't like there's been paintings i sell that were like my least favorite out of a collection of like a dozen and the ones yeah. i like the most i still have what the fuck do i know about art and what sells i don't know anything <laughs> oh that is funny well and it's funny because like i i feel like one thing for me is like i the whole ex being an artist and all that is so told to us and shown like a lot of what I always thought of was 
an accomplished artist, an artist that can check off, oh, my art's in places, I have collectors, I'm in galleries. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that's what gave you the, the people the ability to then say, I'm an artist and have it be believed. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, no, that is not it at all. That's what, that's where I am right now. I'm like, that is not it at all. It's like, you're an artist. You are, you said you're an artistic person. Yeah. And if, if, Someone who didn't speak English was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were like, I know what art is. What is an artist? You would say, oh, that's a person who makes art. Yeah. So, you know, like, yeah. yeah, you're an artist, but it's like identifying that, I think, comes along with this whole demented thing that comes along with saying you're anything in the world we yeah. live in. Yeah. There's all these, like... What what level of that are you talking about? You're like, am I an accredited artist? Or yeah. am I a natural artist? Or am I a Republican? Or <laughs> am I a whatever? It's like... Yeah. There's so many... I don't know. There's so many levels to it. And I think... I think just being... Living artistically... By default, you you can say to someone you're an artist and not be lying in any way at all. You're speaking <clears> the <throat> truth. Right. It doesn't mean you can't also be a mathematician or a vegan or a whatever. <clears throat> yeah. But, and, you, I mean, hell, you create. And that's one thing that no matter what you've done, you hell, even when you were working in a parking garage, dude, you were creating something. And by creating something, you were recording words, you were documenting things. And not only just doing that, but then literally and gruelingly, I can imagine, like editing and manicuring that to where it was a palatable experience for a listener. That's true. That's, that's art. You painted an ear picture and a story out of sitting in a parking garage with normal boring grueling life yeah that's that's art right there um I'll so i think <laughs> yeah i'll take it i'll accept that i mean you call yourself whatever you want it's... but when i describe you i definitely always say you're an artist friend of mine yeah I'm like oh oh my artist friend jesse right yeah and i think like anyone who knows me might describe me as such but it's so and like i get yeah like i'll take it i'm an artist but it's so like what does it take like i had an art studio in an art gallery and i was still just like am i an artist i don't know <laughs> well oh, silly I mean, you got to give yourself credit because you really invested a lot into that investigation. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And you've created a lot of things as a byproduct of you trying to figure out if you were an artist. Yeah, that's very true. And I've, I'm happy that I finally got comfortable just showing people that stuff because it's been, you know, 30, however, however long I could hold a pencil until I was like 32 or 31 where I was finally, like, ready to show the world my art, and even if it was bad. And uh, I often wonder, like, what would have happened had I not held back so much before that. But what are you going to do? 
Well, in case you ever wondered, I, I, I mean, just learning you waited until you could use a pencil. Like, if you wonder what would happen if you didn't wait, I started with a diaper, and you're seeing what happens. Right? <laughs> yeah. If you don't wait, you end up a colorful genius that can't walk and oh, owning man. every fucking minute. Let so, this be a warning. <laughs> Choose your own adventure, Jesse and Will style. Which oh, chapter shit. did you choose? Oh man, yeah. Where did we, where did we veer off? Oh, it is. It's all choose your own adventure. It is. It's wild. Yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Well, I, I am gonna kind of cut it off here because we're getting close. Close to the time where I need to get myself ready to do the next phase of my day. Do it, yeah. I mean, it's quarter to six. I mean, I was going to wrap it up in like 15 and anyway, so that's perfect. Well, dude, that this has been awesome. Thanks for date night. Definitely <laughs> been great. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, can I tell you a quick story that I've been meaning to tell you for a long time before you leave? Oh, yes, please, please. Okay, it's ridiculous, sort of. So, I was, awesome. I, as you know, I had the studio in the space gallery, and uh, after meeting you, I started doing a lot of abstract stuff that involved a lot of paint flying around, and one day I noticed I was getting paint pretty high up. And so I was like, shit, I better, like, tarp up. So I put, like, a tarp above. But then I noticed, like, before I had tarped up, I had gotten some paint, like, over my wall into the actual art gallery <laughs> where your art was hanging. And one of your pieces, I don't remember the name of it, but it was when you started doing the fishnet stuff. It was, like, your first, I think, one of your oh. first showings with the fishnet had, like, the lightest like long drop of like it was it wasn't paint it was water with paint in it and it was like just this tiny line i have no idea what happened to that painting i don't think you ever noticed i don't think anyone ever noticed i've never told anyone and i thought i should tell you because i wanted to oh that that was a gem man and i love that i love that 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 was like we did another collab we <laughs> did awesome I'm gonna that. look. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look for that dot. <laughs> I wish I could remember where it ended up or what painting it was. But if you've got any of those space gallery ones, it's funny because it had to have been one of three paintings, and I think I have two of the three. And <laughs> and it's funny because what what color is the dot? I think it's like a purple or a blue. Oh, and it's okay. like it's like a long like a dot in motion you know like a splatter so it's yeah like, yeah oh it's a crime scene it's, it's a crime scene dot you'll know you'll be able to see the trajectory for sure well i i, I appreciate you incubating that little gem yes. <laughs> until now and giving that to me and i'm i'm gonna get csi on my painting <laughs> you gotta you might <laughs> find more than one that i just didn't know about honestly but I love that. That that is the first time that my art has been knowingly defaced by another artist. Yeah, I was mortified at first, and then I looked at it and like it was okay. And I so and I knew I couldn't touch it because of how you paint. There's like all those you know you could like rub yeah. your painting away. And so yeah. I was like fuck. And so I just like <laughs> I just pretended it didn't happen, and I just moved on, and I never told anybody out of fear. I, I... 
<laughs> well, you don't have to be afraid anymore, friend. It feels We're good. Cool. It feels good. <laughs> it does. That was the the best end note ever, man. I agree. Thank you for that. All right. Well, that was a good time with Will. Check him out on the internet. Uh, Will C W I L L the letter C studio dot com and on Instagram Wheelie Willie W H E E L Y W I L L I E. And now we're just gonna jump into the Wu Tang Minute real quick and wrap this up. So thanks for sticking around, and if you're gonna listen to the Wu Tang Minute, thanks for sticking around through that. All right. ODB's fucking classic, and as a white person, I'm just gonna call it N word, please. That might sound awkward, but it would sound way worse if I said the real word. So this first track, moving on. Moving on. Uh, so this first track called Recognize uh, is, to me, sounds like, this is around the time when the Neptunes were just, like, dominating. Pharrell was just everywhere, and uh, ODB definitely benefited from that because this, this album starts off very strong. With, just listen, just listen. It's, like, obvious. To me, it's, it sounds like a Neptunes track. I don't know if it was totally produced by Pharrell or what, but he's on it, so that kind of adds to it. Plus just the sound, like, listen to it. That drum beat, that guitar, Chris It's just very Neptune. I love when ODB sings along with someone who can actually sing. How does ODB make this work? I don't know. I can't explain it. Like, he can sing the worst shit, and somehow he just makes it work. That song's a fucking banger, and I love it. Um, So, I just had to play a little bit so you hear that. That's To me, I was like, oh, this has to be a Neptunes, like, produced by the Neptunes, but... um. It says it's like the instruments are played by Pharrell, so I'm assuming that it basically was, but I couldn't really get a clear uh, understanding on that. I know I said I wasn't going to look up too much stuff about albums, but sometimes I want to like that. Um, so then this, this next song is called I Can't Wait, and if you want to get like hyped up to fuck shit up, this is a great song. It's not the type of thing that I would want to listen to all the time but i just need to play you i'm gonna play you the beginning and i want to play you the part where it just gets the most insane and so you just understand what i'm talking about here so first of all this beat already makes you kind of jittery like you feel that right and then here we go yeah That's a lot. No one else could do that and make it cool. But ODB can. And that's just what we love about ODB. Like, he's sometimes not good. Like, sometimes his 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 rhymes are weird. Sometimes they don't fit the beat. His singing is terrible. Sometimes he does really questionable things in songs. But he makes it fucking work. And it's just that confidence. He's just on another level. He's like some kind of fucking... 
god i don't even know what he is he's fucking amazing but that song like that's a lot to handle and i don't want to listen to that all the time but that energy you can't argue with that energy he's enter- he's an entertainer um so moving on a little bit here moving on. got your money which is a obvious classic like if you're unaware it's this song you've probably heard it you give me your number, I call you where's up, the chorus at this one you know the song anyway whatever um it had a music video and so obviously like it was more popular than the other songs and a lot of people know it but for good reason it's an it's 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 a fucking fan it's odb at his best the the rapping's fantastic his he's got that perfect amount of weirdness to where it's still listenable uh it's not like grading it's just a good fucking song like one of the best hip-hop songs ever maybe um, and definitely one of his best songs, and I get why it was a, cl- I get why it was a single, and it's, it's a goddamn classic, and it, it, it absolutely should be. So, Rollin' With You, it's a really good, it's a good one. The intro is somewhat problematic. Um, he kinda drops the F-bomb, and I'm not talking about the word fuck, uh, but he uses the, he throws that out a lot in the beginning, um... And that just happens, and I hate to just brush it off, but it comes up a lot in uh, especially older hip-hop music. Uh, homophobia runs deep in the community, and um, it's a problem. But and So if it weren't for that intro, it would be one of the best songs in the album. It kind of takes away from it. Uh, it's really mean, gritty, uh, just really good, good stuff. Um, yeah, it kind of sucks that it, it kind of takes a dark turn in the beginning, but like. Great beat. Love the piano, the obviously. It's like scary. It's like a scary song. I really like it. Um, just like kind of the intro is a little rough to, to get through. Um, I don't know who's on this song getting high, but it's great. No one's credited on Spotify. It's weird. I don't know why, but they're just not. But let's just see um, who's on here. Yeah, you got Zookeeper. Um, yeah, it's Brooklyn Zoo is basically like a group of rappers. Um, and I think ODB is part of them. I don't know a lot about Brooklyn Zoo, honestly, and I'm not going to pretend I do. Uh, but yeah, it's got LA the Dark Man. I could kind of i could tell he was on there he's on here a lot um he's cool as shit yeah there's there, like no one's credited on spotify it's so weird but um whatever we won't question it it's a great one um i don't know it's just about like it's not just about getting high though it's about like it's like kind of the negative aspects of doing so as well and it's, you know it's just a, it's a really good one um then there's the title track and that's Definitely great. There are these horns. Get on. Come on. Scratching. Like, come on, that's good stuff. Um, ODB's on point throughout that whole album. It's so good. Um, things. <laughs> things then take a weird turn. Um, not a bad turn, just a weird turn. Literally, like, the last few tracks, like, Dirt Dog, uh, I Want Pussy, and Good Morning Heartache, 
they're all like kind of love songs slash sex songs and something about like ODB talking about sex and stuff is just kind of gross but in like a f- comical way um i i don't know how else to explain it like you should just go listen to it listen to it and feel a little uncomfortable uh but it's just something about it i don't know like it's another there's another instance of him like with a singer who's phenomenal with him singing along little mo is on here i don't know if you know who she is but i'm just gonna play this this is good morning Hardy. ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i love when he goes this into is a song the dedicated to me Then you got ODB in the background. Like, and normally anyone else doing this would be ruining it. Like, no one else could get away with this shit. But ODB just does it, and he's just so much different than everyone else from Wu-Tang, but yet he fits so well, and it's just, he's the wild card, you know? Like, if you're going to categorize everybody. Um, And, yeah, then the album, I mean, there's another song called All In Together Now. It's a good one. Um, It doesn't stand out to me as much, but I think Cracker Jack is a very fun ending. I'm just going to play a little bit of it. I love this beat. Just like dusty and classic sounding. Which, God, I say the same words too much, but that's what it is. I'm just gonna skip ahead. <laughs> it's just a fun song and i think it just it's a good way to end it like it doesn't end on like this extreme like it's not some like grand thing but it just ends in a solid way and then loops around pretty nicely um my only thing i'll i'll well I'll, let me get to the rating and i'll explain what i'm i'll just say what i'm about to say or i'll say what i'm thinking right now as i do that so replayability okay um for me as much as i love this album replayability on odb albums tends to be low because of all the weirdness like i love it it's like watching the same like crazy horror movie over and over again like if you just watched the same fucked up movie over and over and over again like if you watch requiem for a dream several times over in the same day that's gonna be a weird day and you're gonna want to switch it up listening to watching it once great it's a it's a movie everyone should see but you don't need to watch it over and over and over again just like i think everyone should listen to this album and you should listen to it regularly and soak it in and really like understand what what's going on with odb here and why he's a genius but also i don't blame you for not being able to listen to it over and over and over again because it's a lot it's a lot to handle so i don't think it has replayability as much as these other albums um the overall feel it makes me feel like i'm being attacked by odb and then fucked by him and like that's awesome and also not great at once i don't know how to explain it but he's just 
we don't even need to get to the X factor to say that he has that X factor. He just, he's something else, man. He's like, he's like nobody else. And I can't get enough of him, but I also need to like keep my distance because his stuff's intense and there's a lot to it. And you kind of need to just vibe with him to understand it. And frankly, I didn't really understand ODB until one day I got like very high and listened to a lot of ODB and I was like, okay, I get it now. But um, it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. But he's a fucking genius. And the overall feel of this album is, I don't know, genius. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. He's amazing. Like, it's amazing is what it is. God damn it. Like, um, but the overall feel, it's like, it doesn't necessarily make me feel good <laughs> it just makes me feel like i'm listening to an, a misunderstood fucking brilliant person who who was taken too soon and who could have been sort of like i don't know what the fuck would odb be making now i can't even imagine so i i feel like we got, got kind of robbed of some really great stuff by him uh dying so early but uh it's like he almost was just he was like too good he was too good for this world he was so ahead of his time and he was so un like unafraid to just do whatever the fuck he wanted it's really inspiring um i'm not the type to just do whatever the fuck i want i often worry that i'm gonna look ridiculous but he didn't give a fuck and that's what i really like about him so anyway uh the beats on this album are great uh, some of them are a little uh, manic for my taste, but I still appreciate them. Like, I can't wait. It's like, that's, it's a little much, but also I appreciate it for what it is. Uh, the delivery, oh, no one else can deliver ODB lyrics the way ODB can. No one's gonna, like, maybe YDB could a little bit. That's his kid, young, dirty bastard. Uh, he's great, and I'm glad we have him, but still even like it's gonna just sound like him doing a impersonation of odb if he tries to do odb songs no one can you can't you can hardly rap along like you might know the words but like his delivery is so fucking all over the place and sometimes he's not even rapping with the beat anymore but he somehow manages to reel it back in and it's fucking phenomenal i don't understand it i don't understand how he does what he does and his lyrics are excellent they're insane absolutely go read all his lyrics it's fucking it's, you know, you're stepping into the mind of a madman. He's absolutely bonkers and a treasure. Um, does it have the X Factor? Obviously it has the X Factor. ODB is the X Factor. He's the X Factor for Wu-Tang. He's a fucking, he's the wild card. He's the one who just adds that, that je ne sais quoi, as they say. You, you don't, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's a fucking necessary thing and they they haven't been the same since he died and uh i think you know now that they got ydb to help out on live shows and stuff that's really great um and he does he he has his father's energy but there's still no one who can replace odb um so where are we gonna rate this um i do like it more than dirty 36 um dirty 36 is great but um for me like this is when he really hit his stride on this album um do i think it's better than bobby digital one yeah i do actually and i think it's actually better than beneath the surface as much as i like beneath the surface do i think it's better than to 2000 yeah because to 2000 has the same problem with as beneath the surface where i feel like it's a little too polished 
And this album does not have that problem. Not that it feels unpolished, but it's like, it's just so out there and different and just amazing. Is it better than The Pillage? I uh, I don't know. This is when this gets hard because they're, how do you, compare the pillage to this album like the pillage is a really solid amazing album that i've listened to probably like a hundred times and i've listened to n-word please a lot less but i still like it almost as much as the pillage but i guess i guess it's gonna go under the pillage which is people are gonna fucking lose their minds i guess but um it's just where i'm at so that is number six. That made it above Tikal 2000, but below the pillage. And then above the pillage in number four, you got Tikal. Number three, Liquid Swords. Number two, Only Built for Cuban Links. And number one is Iron Man. Um, so that's that's where we're at with the old uh, Wu-Tang Minute. Wu-Tang Minute! It was a little longer than a minute, but that is it. Thank you very much for checking out this episode of Jesse Miles' podcast. Uh, had a lot of fun with our guest, Will C, a.k.a. Wheelie Willie on Instagram, W-H-E-E-L-Y-W-I-L-L-I-E, or check out his website, Will, the letter C, studio.com. Um, and again, if you want to hear the entire, I think, four hour or so long conversation uncut with faces, head over to my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search Jesse Miles Chainsaw, or head over to my website, jessemilesnyder.com, and follow the link. Or head over to my Instagram, at Chainsaw and follow the link there. That is part of my weekly Twitch stream every Saturday on twitch.tv slash Jesse Miles Chainsaw. You can watch me record the show live from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So check that out. And uh, again, big thanks to our friend Real Ova Deceit. That's R-E-A-L-O-V-A-D-E-C-E-I-T. Check him out on the internet. Really great guy and graciously lets us use his music to make my podcast sound better than it is. So thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of his newest single, If It's Real, uh, available everywhere you listen to music so thank you very much and uh don't be an asshole have you ever felt more than the rain they want to stop me more than the same thought you were different more the same came from the downs to niggas to quarters why so cold because it came from florida i rock the mic at a party like reporter mind in the mess get it in order but the servant got a bad vibe guess what i curve her hands on the pants i flip like a burger tell me to believe that you go a little further up in the sky on a plane with the birds ask me like not a nine but a verb i can see through it like a window with a dummy out like a rental love me then the best hold need more than a deep though for the world not the people Show me love if it's real.